Hi, this is your host, Stella Rem. Welcome to today's episode of Master Your Being, a show where I talk about how to master your thoughts, feelings, and behavior while sharing my own journey of self-mastery with you along the way. Be sure to follow me on social media to see what I'm up to. You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, and Mastodon by searching for The Della Rem. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Hey folks, it's Della. Welcome to, welcome back to Master Your Being. I hope you are doing well and that you had a good week and weekend. Let's get back to it, shall we? So this came up the other day and I wanted to talk about it a little bit. So when you're kind of exploring the pain that you've experienced, what you'll sometimes find is that you run into what you think is new pain. Because what happened is the old pain made you make a choice or do a thing. And when you did that, it kind of, it feels like it created new pain. It feels like it created something different, something new. But here's the thing. Each one of us will create pain from pain. The original pain is going to cause you to make choices, do things, say stuff, and when you do that, it's going to create a new, a new problem, a, a, a new sort of pain point, a, a new thing, right? So you're creating pain from pain. But what we need to realize and what we always need to remember is that each of those new pain points that you created is still linked back to the original the original pain point. So for me, it was powerlessness. For me, it was powerlessness and insecurity. So everything that I did is a result of that insecurity and that sense of powerlessness. All of the 3000 things that I did, all of those things each created their own individual bits of pain. But when I was going through all the stuff, when I was, you know, recalling my life and the experiences and all the crappy choices that I made and all the dumb shit that I did, what I realized very quickly was that even though I had created 3,000 different little problems, it was all still linked back to the original trauma. It wasn't nearly as overwhelming as the mind might want to make it out to be. So each time you run across something new, and you remember an old experience that you had, and it's like, I did this dumb thing. And you're like, okay, but it's a new, it's a new thing I have to deal with. No, look for how it connects to the old pain. Look for how it connects to the original trauma, the old experience that you had, the thing, right? For me, the powerlessness. I was always looking for how it connected back to the powerlessness and insecurity that I used to feel. How did I get to a place where I was making that choice to do that dumb thing? And how does that relate to that original pain that I was feeling? I didn't make it a new thing. I was always looking for how I could connect back to the old. What that does is it stops you from being overwhelmed. It stops you from being 
sort of feeling like you have 99 problems, right? And and you can't sort of solve any of them. It stops you from having that sort of sense of, look at all of this work I have to do from having this big stack of things in front of you that you have to manage. What you have to actually do is just figure out how it connects back to the original trauma to see how it played out. Well, look what that got me to do. Well, isn't that fun, right? Now, that that's not to say that 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 individual problem maybe isn't still playing out in your life or that maybe there isn't something that you can do there. Maybe there isn't a conversation that you can have or whatever. Because you may still have to take some action and do some things, right, once you realize. But the general idea is that there's no new trauma that gets created. It's all just part of the original. And if you can remember that, it just helps you not feel like you have so much work to do. It makes it a little easier. It's sort of a, it, it's it's a little game you get to play with yourself in your head so that you'll keep going. Because otherwise, every time you run into something new, it's like, well, here's another one, add that to the pile. And here's another one, add that to the pile. And this pile just keeps growing. And it kind of feels a little never ending for a while. Especially at the beginning, when you first start digging into things, it can really feel like it's just like every decision I ever made in my whole entire life was bad, right? And and you start to feel that way. I certainly started to feel that way at the beginning. Everything I did was bad. Everything I did was wrong. Everything I did cre- was pain. It was all awful. And why and how and all of this stuff. And what I had to do was just sort of take it all, put it all together in a bundle, just sort of like a hay bale and put it all together and be like, okay, all of this came from this same sense of powerlessness and insecurity. I just need to remember that and be okay with it. I need to bail it up and just accept that powerlessness and insecurity was sort of the ruling force in my life for a long time. In some ways, it, it, it's, it's, it's about acceptance. It's not about dealing with the individual problems. It, it's, it's not about the individual things that happened. It's the collection of all of it together that shows you the patterns in your life. Because there are patterns there, I promise you. There are lots of patterns there. And all you have to do is is be willing to look for those patterns. Take that collection of, of problems, the collection of things that you found, the bad decisions, the bad conversations, whatever it was, and just really sort of look at it and find the patterns, right? For me, every single aspect of my life was affected by this powerlessness and insecurity that I felt. Do you have the same thing? Is every aspect of your life affected? And then if so, how? Just generally, like like wide view, you know, zoom out. How was it affected? What played out? What transpired there? What you're doing here is you're gaining a lot of mental clarity. You're starting to understand the patterns and what that's going to allow you to do when you understand those patterns is you're going to be able to start to shift them. It allows you to actually then begin to not only heal, but then also change the behavior. So you stop acting like that fruitcake that you were. You just stop doing that. 
And that's the point. You want to stop doing that. You want to stop perpetuating the cycles. So the idea is you have to be aware of the cycle to stop perpetuating it, right? Okay, well, then the, the zoomed out view, that wide view of all the things of the big hay bale of problems that you created for yourself is going to give you the ability to see what the cycle was and how to stop perpetuating it. The answers are there and you're being shown but you have to be willing to actually look at it. And when you just zoom in and you focus on all these little individual things that happened, it doesn't actually give you a view. What it does is it overwhelms you. It makes you paranoid. You run away from it. You don't even want to deal with it because there's just so much. So you're like, I'm out of here, right? But that's not actually the point. The point is to zoom back out so that you can see how those patterns showed up. Right. So I started to see how my insecurity and powerlessness was playing out in the different aspects of my life. And some were easier to change than others, right? Right. Some were easier to fix than others. Some required a lot more work. And for some of them, I did have to actually focus on individual problems because they were still playing out in my life. So I did have to actively focus on individual problems in some cases, but not for all of it. A lot of it I could just hay bale up and pretend and just treat it as one big thing and not actually deal with them individually. But here's the trick in that. Self-acceptance. The reason I could pick them all up, hay bale them, and treat them as one just sort of thing was because I didn't have a hammer in my hand. I wasn't beating myself up for each individual mistake that I made along the way. I had no need to do that. So that's what allowed me to take it all as a collection and sort of look at it that way instead of looking at it as individual things. Because when you, when you don't have that self-acceptance, your natural response to it is going to be to beat yourself up for every little thing You're not going to heal if you run the risk of cranking on yourself for everything you find. You just sort of create new pain when you do that, right? It's still, it still links back to the old stuff. It's not different. You, you just, you're just beating on yourself for, for the old wound, essentially, and all of the things that it created for you along the way. You're just beating on yourself for no reason. And it stops you from being able to just pick up all of these experiences and go, yeah, I did that and move on. And when you can get to, I did that and move on, then those individual experiences aren't overwhelming anymore because you can see them for what they are a result of pain, a result of a learned behavior of pain that you created for yourself. For me, it was powerless and insecurity. What's yours? And do you beat yourself up for everything you did along the way that came from that? Or can you just pick them up and say, yeah, I did those things and move on with your life?
Can you make that okay? That self-acceptance thing is really, really hard, isn't it? So many people want to beat themselves up. So many people want to crank on themselves. We like to shame ourselves and guilt ourselves into things. We like to make ourselves feel like crap. Why? Because you were taught you were supposed to. You were taught you were supposed to feel like crap. You were taught that making mistakes was bad. You were taught that doing bad things is wrong. You were taught you were taught all this crap and you internalized it and you internalized it in such a way that it causes you to hold it, hold yourself to a bar and a standard that you simply can't reach. You don't have the power to reach it. Perfection is not a thing. It's not possible to get to. So you put that bar way out of your reach and then you, you, you beat yourself with it when you can't reach it. And it keeps you stuck. Because now when you go digging through the pain and you find all these bad choices that you made along the way, your first instinct is to want to crank on yourself for them. And it stops you from being able to heal because that is completely overwhelming. Because now you have to take each one of these things, you have to beat yourself over the head for them. You have to batter yourself with them first. And then maybe you might be able to let it go somewhere down the road. Once you've sufficiently beat on yourself enough to where you feel like it's okay to let it go, whatever that threshold is for you. I don't do those things to myself, but even just saying that and having, giving that explanation is exhausting. <laughs> like I'm tired just thinking about doing that amount of stuff, being that hard on myself that often, right? And I don't want you to associate beating yourself up with accountability because they're not the same thing. You can be accountable and never, ever crank on yourself for anything. Did you know that? That you can do that? You can hold yourself, hold yourself accountable and still never beat yourself up. You can do both at the same time. They are not exclusive. They do not go together. It's not you have to do one to have the other. No. You can have accountability and not beat yourself up. What I do is I give myself permission to simply do the best I can all the time. Whatever the best I can is. And when the best I can do is, well, that sucked, then that's the best I can do. And the difference between me now and me, uh, me now and me back then is that me back then wouldn't own that I suck mentality, <laughs> right? I, I wouldn't own that 
I, I, I'm, I'm crazy, right? I'm a fruitcake. I wouldn't own that. I wouldn't apologize for it. I wouldn't do anything about it. I'd actually defend it. And I'd create more pain and more problem. But now, now I have the ability. I realize, okay, you were a fruitcake. All right, cool. You're a train wreck on legs. That's great. Okay. Now I have the capacity to actually admit it and apologize for it and rehab those conversations and do those things where I didn't before. But if I was stuck in just beating myself up, if I was stuck in you're such a fruitcake and I was cranking myself on the head for it, I would never get to the apology because I'd be so busy beating myself up. So I don't beat myself up. I honor the fact that I'm a fruitcake and I'm cool with that, right? I'm totally okay with it. And also I can apologize and own my behavior when I need to. I do both. I'm totally okay with being a human being and being imperfect and not getting it right and messing it up and needing to deal with that. I'm totally okay with it. I do not do anything to cause myself more pain. And if I could give you anything, it would be that gift of self-acceptance. Not being afraid to simply say, I did that. How many of you are old enough to remember Urkel from Family Matters? How many of you are old enough to remember that? Do you remember him? Do you remember what he used to say? Did I do that? Okay. Yeah, you did that. Cool. Okay, now what? Literally, that's it. That's all. That's the whole story. I did that. Cool. Okay, now what? That's it. That's all you got to do. There's no bar. There's no hurdle. There's no hammer. Nothing. Just, yep, did that. Okay, now what? What's next? It makes it amazingly easy to take all these things and just go, yep, that's part of the original trauma. Fun. Look what that did. Right? And I literally do, you know, sarcasm is my friend. Me and sarcasm are buddies. I, I take that sarcasm and I use it. The sense of humor helps because it just allows me to look back and go, well, gee, right? If, look what that got me to do. Look what all that insecurity and powerlessness got me to do. And look how different life could have been if I didn't have all that hanging around. Look at what I created. And then I sit from where I am now. I come back to present moment. And I look around. And I remember what I had created. And I go, well, look how that story turned out. And I reflect on the power that the pain had because it gave me the ability 
to heal. And I'm so eternally grateful for my ability to heal myself. That it is nearly impossible now for me to look back on those things that I did and beat on myself for them. Because I recognize that the power of those experiences as a group, as a collection, is the reason why I'm here. And the reason I keep giving you this perspective is because I want you to stop beating yourself up. I want you to stop holding your head on that chopping block. I want you to stop doing that to yourself. Because it's not getting you anywhere. It's not solving anything. It's creating pain. You're adding layers. You're adding more pain to the pile. And you don't have to do that to yourself. Take the experiences and see where they got you. Look at where you are now. Look at the path. If I hadn't done that thing, I wouldn't be here right now. If those experiences hadn't created all that pain, I wouldn't have decided to do what I'm doing now. I wouldn't be where I am. The pain became the pain became a useful tool that offered you the desire to heal. And that's the credit that we give the pain. It gave me the desire to heal. And you say, yeah, but I shouldn't have had to go through the pain. But you did. You needed the pain because you wouldn't have healed the other way around. There are some defining moments in my life where if the easy button, you know what the easy button is? Have you ever watched a Staples commercial? If the easy button had been hit, I know for sure that I wouldn't have done the work that I did later on. If I had simply avoided the pain, I wouldn't have done the work. It would have created a different different pain later on. The, the result would have been pain anyway. It just would have shown up differently. I would have traded one set of pain for the other. But is that better? Not necessarily. Because there may not be the impetus there to change. The easy button isn't necessarily a good thing. It seems like it should be. Well, if I just got in my way then, then this and that and the other thing wouldn't have happened. Sure, okay, great. But play that out. Would it really have been happily ever after? Be logical about it. Would it really have been happily ever after? 
then at least in my case, the answer was absolutely not. Would I like to tell myself that it would be? Sure, of course, yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? But it wouldn't have been. I would have traded pain. It just would have been different pain. And chances are, if you didn't heal the wounds that you did heal, that you've healed, if you hadn't healed those wounds, that they would have continued to show up in your life. Because that's what happens, right? If you don't heal the wound, it keeps showing up. Okay. So imagine you held on to that old wound. Now what? Play that wound out in your life. If you had gotten the thing you thought you wanted, if the easy button had been hit, if you'd been able to avert some of this, play out how the pain would have shown up. How would it have affected things later? That matters. It took me a long time to realize that if I had hit the easy button, it wasn't going to be easy. If I had managed to jump a couple of those hurdles at the time, it wasn't actually going to make my life easier. The fact that I didn't jump the hurdle ended up being a good thing. The fact that I couldn't figure it out ended up being a good thing. Can you see that? That helps you let yourself off the hook when you can see those kinds of things. It, it, it helps you with not beating yourself up so much. When you can see, that your choices may not have played out quite the way you thought they would, or they should. Sometimes not being able to jump the hurdle, while it seems like it should be something you crank on yourself for, is actually a gift. Because it's the thing that gives you the motivation to change it. To change the pain. To heal it. To deal with it. Maybe instead of beating yourself up, you look for what it got you to change in a good way. Not how it continued to affect you, because it, it did, but the motivation it offered you to change it. Look for that instead, because that's going to help you not beat yourself up so much. You're going to see the value in the painful choices that you did make. And that's important. That's good mental clarity. And it helps you get okay with those choices. When you start to see that all that pain is connected, it's all related back to sort of the original whatever it was. If you can Get out of beating yourself up. See how the pain benefited you. 
and then understand that the that what you think was the easier route may not have been that easy it shifts your perspective and for me it allowed me to drop the hammer and i hope it can do the same for you i'm going to leave it there today guys thank you so so much for listening i really truly appreciate it Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share from whatever platform you're listening to this on. Again, thank you for listening. This has been Della Wren with Master Your Being, and I will see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to Master Your Being with me, your host, Della Wren. You can subscribe to my podcast and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to catch me on my next episode. I'll see you soon.